welcome to Fit Social Podcast. I have a special guest today. First guest. First um, guest. First guest, um, David Kennedy. He's a local trainer. Um, knows what he's doing, knows what he's talking about. Um, I thought it was good to bring him on because he himself has made a amazing transformation. And I thought it was good to hear some of the things that other people have done to sort of do what you guys are trying to do, which is change um, the way you look, the way you shaped. Um, and just change your life as, and from a fitness sense. So, David, thank you for joining today. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I yeah. appreciate the invitation, and um, I'm all about transformation, and, you know, that's what you've done, and that's what you're inspiring others to do. So, yeah, man, let's get yeah, appreciate let's get it. it, bro. Yeah. yeah. I have to do a special shout-out to uh, Brendan, the okay. video guy, the sound guy, <laughs> the everything guy, the guy behind the scenes. Um, you know, this wouldn't be possible without him. Uh, people don't want to pay. Right, right, <laughs> for, right. For good work. <laughs> but I think the same applies to like fitness. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So like, I don't know what, like, what have you seen? Cause I know like I, you know, the things that I charge is like, right, right. I charge for a service and I yes. think it's worth the charge. It's, it's a service that we're providing, but then I also feel like regardless of the industry that one is in, you have to determine the value of your minute. Yeah. Determine how much you're worth. Yeah. Right. And like we didn't just wake up one day and voila, we're trainers or we're this, we're that, you know, certifications and degrees. A lot of time and effort went into that. Yeah. And um, when you understand what you're worth and you have no problem charging people to access the knowledge that you paid to gain. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you know, we're here. Um, we know what we're worth and we're providing a service, you know, and, and, and really doing our part. Yeah. So tell me about your um, personal visits, because I know you work with a couple other people to help mm -hmm. you know, people gain their own fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm working with a company called Jones Certified Fitness, a good friend of mine. Uh, we kind of got we linked up doing COVID. OK. And, uh, you know, he had already had he, had, he already established his company. And I'm, uh, you know, he's like, hey, David, would you like to train with us? You know, we got this going. We have a couple supplements that we got going out there, too. Okay. And uh, we we just brought on two nutritionists. Oh, nice. Well. Yeah, okay. because it's it's a holistic type of thing. You know, fitness without the nutrition Doesn't is like sense. gas without a car. <laughs> not exactly. You know, you're not going to get sense. anywhere. I mean, it like, it'll look pretty on the outside, but on the inside, you're not making any momentum. Yeah. So, you know, we have a nutritionist. We actually just brought on two nutritionists. Um, we got some products out there, you know, Jones Certified Fitness. But, you know, doing our thing. And, uh, yeah, so I've been working with him now for almost a year. Okay. And uh, things are going well, you know. Like, what kind of products do you guys have? So we have, uh, we got protein. We got a fat burner out there. Um, but we really push that protein. Okay. You know, we got a couple BCAAs. And, um, yeah, so, you know, we got it out there and, you know, just really trying to be a, a one-stop shop for people. So, yeah, you know, earlier when we were working out, I wanted to touch on this, but you brought it up, like, fat burners. Yeah. Um, you know, not just fat burners, but, like, some of these um, methods that people use to help accelerate um, their fat loss. Like, what do you think of them? Like, the things that I was talking about earlier, such as the, uh, um, the sculpture who you just got right into? Yeah, no, because I, I want to know. I, exactly. I, like, from yeah. a trainer's perspective, yeah. Yeah. I so the way I feel about them is I I like to do things with a natural process as much as possible because yes. when humans intervene in the body, um, we do things in a targeted way, um, but 
often some of those things are connected to other things. Exactly. For example, with like coal sculpture, the um, coal sculpting, it does make you lose fat. So the way it works is that when the physician, they put the machine on the body and the, the problem area of the fat, they suck the, the area up, cool the fat, and then they let the rest of the body take care really? of it. Yeah, that's that's okay. how it works. So like it, uh, the fat, the dead fat that comes from cooling the fat, it gets sent into the lymphatic system, hmm. and that's how like over like a few weeks to a few months, you know, it it, it actually works. Real quick for the people yeah. that's following me, I need you to talk about your accreditation <laughs> because this just ain't a brother who just woke up one day dropping this knowledge, right? This brother got some stuff on the wall. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's talk about it. Okay. Real so, quick. And then okay. we'll get back to the cold All right. So, school. I did a lot of school. Um, I didn't want to... I Look, I don't recommend anybody do as much school as I do without, like, <laughs> actually having, like, a, a, you know, a desire to do the things that the school teaches you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I went to medical school after um, undergrad. Um, I decided that I was not going to uh, practice uh, because I wanted some more scope in my work. Um, and I have that now. I work as a consultant um, at a, a management consulting firm. But after medical school is how I found my place there by doing um, more work in public health. So I got a master's in public health um, from Hopkins. And it was there that I learned about health economics. And that's what I do now, um, global health economics for pharmaceutical companies. Um, but... You know, that has made, it's helped me in, mm -hmm. in that, you know, having some of that specific knowledge as to how everything is connected, yeah. it, you know, that's part of what makes me stray more towards doing things the natural way. Exactly. Because, you know, if you do surgery, for instance, most people will not recommend that you do elective surgery mm -hmm. for a reason. There are nerves in there. There are blood vessels in there. There are like things that, you know, human error can affect, mm -hmm. um, and it's not like the surgeons aren't good at what they do. It's just that there is human error. People make mistakes, mm -hmm. and surgeons are really good. They're perfect. Yeah, especially if you're talking about like a liposuction and um, like the cool sculpting that I was telling you. Mm -hmm. So, like with the cool sculpting, you forget that yeah, you're cooling the fat, but there's nerves in there. <laughs> yeah, you're cooling those too, and you know, some people end up with like some sort of a. Um, you know, long-term numbness that they weren't expecting to have, mm. um, things like that. Um, and, you know, I agree with those methods um, to an extent, but you don't pick up some of the things that, like, you and I might have picked up from, mm -hmm. like, an actual process of learning right. of, you know, what does it take to lose weight? Like, what actually, like, what is the energy content of what I'm eating? Exactly. Like, how do you make, how do you understand what that is? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the problem with not learning that is that it's hard to sort of maintain, you know, with confidence right? without that um, background knowledge. And I don't think it's inaccessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody can access this knowledge. This takes work. Yeah. You know, and not everybody's willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my yeah. take on, you know, those types of those types of enhancements. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, everybody's situation is different. Like, in my opinion, there's no one size fits all. Uh, you know, we're blessed to have the mobility to be able to get in the gym and, you know, we have the time that we can allot, you know, to that, to investing that time, uh, you know, to get the end result that we desire. Uh, and so I, I like you, if, if that's what someone wants to do, then make sure you do the research on it because you make a very good point. You know, there are nerve endings there. Yeah. You know, and yes, 
if the goal is to look how you want to look, then what is the plan to maintain that look? So, yeah, if you want to get there, okay, yeah, let's say A to Z and let's make Z the end result. Okay, how are you going to sustain that? Exactly. Because you get to a point where you don't want to continue to do these types of procedures. Eventually, we're going to have to address your diet. And eventually, we're going to have to establish some sort of workout routine. Yeah. Even like patients that, I keep saying patient. <laughs> Even people that, um, you know, get, back, uh, what's it called, gastric bypass. Yeah. Um, it's possible that you can go back. Yeah, and, because, and, yeah. And, and even with that, like, I know people who've had the procedure. And I'm all for doing what you need to do. Because the reality is we only have one life to live. Yeah. And I'm not in the business of discouraging anyone from seeking to be the best version of themselves. Yeah. However you need to get there. But let's understand this. Once you get there, are you able to sustain that? Because the way we got to what put us in the place to need to have the surgery, that's more psychological. Mm -hmm. And those are our daily habits. Yeah. And our reality, well, the reality is... We are the we are our daily habit, and if my daily habit was eating cookies and ice cream, just because I had a procedure done that got me to the body I want, I still desire those cookies and ice cream. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with cookies and ice cream. It's all about moderation. Exactly. But we have to address. What is it that makes me want to crave that? Yeah. Let's deal with that. The relationship. Let's with deal the with the relationship itself. with the food itself. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of times food for many people is a coping mechanism. Right. So there's always something in the background that trick. It's a triggering type of, you know, yeah. you know, food is 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 what we use to cope with different triggers, you know, and it can be. You know, something happened as a kid and you maybe people felt safe eating because, you know, no one else was around. They could do that without any judgment or whatnot. But at the end of the day, people want to be happy. Yeah. We're only on this planet. I mean, if we take care of ourselves, maybe 102, 103, 104 years in that time limit. What are we doing to get the maximum effect? Like, you know, to enjoy the time that we're allotted on the planet. Yeah, so I'm curious, like as a trainer, yeah. um, and you know I'm a trainer too, but I think you've been doing this, you know, longer than I have, mm -hmm. definitely. Um, what do you see as sort of like some of the differences between uh, what men want and like what women want, as far as like what they're seeking when they come and look look for you? Um, I know what I've seen, mm -hmm. like a lot of uh, um, ladies sort of want to like, you know, they like getting these days. They want to lose weight, but they also want to get like more like butt. They want to get more like leg muscle training. Is like, is that similar in in your like? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like we said earlier, man, like this thing changes. Yeah, you know, um, today it's a big, it's a fat, a fat, fat ass. ass. Just say it. You know, say it. It's a fat ass. That's what you know what I mean. Like, you know, like that's what people are chasing today. But years ago, it was everyone wanted to be thin. Yeah, like super thin. So. It changes. However, men want to be in shape. Yeah. And it's interesting because what is the driving factor behind it? Who are we trying to look good for? Let's talk about That's that. That's the point. Right? That's because, the point. That's you know, the point. if it's, if it's uh, I just want to look good 
for me to where I'm the person in the mirror. And it shouldn't matter if you have a fat ass. It, it should matter exactly. if you look the best. Do I can. look how, like, yeah. am I happy with who I see in the mirror? And you know what I think? I, it's not even about, like, what men or women want, but, like, people looking like they are the best version of who they are. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a fat ass. It doesn't mean that it's going to be like muscular, but it, it, it is going to be healthy. Exactly. It's going to look healthy and it's visible. Yes. Healthy in general is visible, whether you yes. are big or small mm -hmm. or whether you have a very accentuated part or not, whether it's bicep, mm -hmm. whether it's chest. Healthy is, it's, it's, it's apparent. It's visible. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, in my personal opinion, um, you know, I help people. I do want to help people get the things that they want. Mm -hmm. But what I really think people be should be searching for is um, what is what what is best. What is the best version of them? Whether that's the fattest ass, whether it's the biggest biceps. But you know, if that's not you, are you still the best you? Yeah. Find that because <laughs> all of us have a genetic build. Exactly. And. Understanding our genetic build, like so, a lot of men in my family are they have bigger arms, mm -hmm. they have broader chests, a little thicker, you know. Yeah. But I, I have some friends, and they like they see me, and they're like, David, dang, I like the way your chest is shaped. I like the way your arms are. I want that. But should you go for that? Should you? You should look for you. Look for you. <laughs> Which is why I appreciate the fitness industry, man, because in this industry, you have so many people with different biological structures and they all kind of can look not the same but like be the best version that you can be yeah for you within the scope that you can be yeah it's, like it's, i'm 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 five eight i'm never gonna be lebron's height and you don't have to be and I, and, <laughs> you and don't I have, have to, be. to be you don't have to be i'm comfortable with who i am yeah but all of that here comes the rain. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> all of that is more psychological. And once I got that together, I feel like everything else really started to flow. Yeah, agree. Agree. 100% agree. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I really feel like, you know, most people, if you're really going to come at this from a healthy standpoint, mm -hmm. it's not about, it is about weight loss because you want to see mm -hmm. progress, but it's not about emulating another person right you want to look you do want to i mean some people come to fitness really because they're like I, this is a person that i would you know most like to look like right and you know that's a that's human yeah, thing to yeah, do absolutely but to go from it to go at it from a more balanced perspective is to realize that you have a genetic potential that is granted to you from birth yes your job in health is to maximize that you have whatever potential that you have. Yeah, you, that's good. You maximize that. Um, and, you know, I used to think that in high school, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, and, you know, I told you, like, how I was, like, small in high school. But, like, the goal is to maximize your genetic potential. Right, right. Don't try and emulate someone else's genetic potential because right. you're not going to. Because not it's not to. in you. It doesn't yes. make sense to. But, you know, everybody can maximize what they already have. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so, good. That's, I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, maximize what you have the capability of attaining. Yeah. And um, I feel like when we all do that, man, then that's when the world really legitimately becomes a better place because then you're not trying to be anything you're not. Yeah. And that, that limits the risk for disappointment. 
Exactly. And I think that's what makes people stop. It's just a disappointment mm-hmm. because you didn't achieve what someone else has achieved yes. that you probably would have never achieved because yeah. you don't have you don't the genetics have, that they have. You don't have the genetics. And so you makeup. should have never even been looking for that to begin right. with. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, so where does that come from? Like that desire to achieve what is not a reality for you based on your genetic makeup? Like, Interesting question. Interesting question. I, I think it just comes from... So there's something I learned like back in school called like relative poverty okay when someone you you live in a place and you're the rich person okay everybody around you wants to be you Mm -hmm. they call that like it's relative poverty Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like wanting what appears to be good okay i think it's just a very human thing to do right um and i i think that's just literally what it comes from a person who is you know i guess looks healthy Mm -hmm. looks desirable to other people want those things but right. i think people confuse wanting to be exactly like that person with wanting to be whatever that person did for themselves of them. them right and you know that we shouldn't confuse that because that's when we start getting you know all the um issues with body image mm-hmm. yeah. and those kind of things yes. like yes um you know like those those issues come from seeking what someone else has and it's like it's fine that you're, you know, obviously like people that are not in the healthiest state mm-hmm. should desire to be in a more healthier state. We exactly. have to be real about like what's right. healthy and what's not mm-hmm. and what's more likely to lead to, um, I guess, downstream consequences, yeah. Yeah. you know, diabetes, obesity, mm-hmm. like those kind of things. Um, we sort of like kind of push them under the mm-hmm. rug now, but we should really be real about like, you know, some of these things have consequences that exactly. other health states do not have. Right. Um, but the point is that, um, seeking, seeking the best version of yourself doesn't necessarily mean you're going to look like someone else and we should be okay with that. And and therefore we should be okay with what we're starting from Mm -hmm. because we're all starting from different places. I started out really skinny. Mm -hmm. Other people started out really big. Right. We all end up in the same place. Right. The best of ourselves. The best of yourself. And that's what matters. Right. So... I think if most people could like just tackle it from that standpoint, it during the process, you're not going to get the disappointment. Like, yeah, you can't run as much as your trainer runs, but you'll be able to run better than you ran yes. before you met that trainer. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's as good as, you know, I, I think that's, you know, any progress is, exactly. is good. It's like you're working on something. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I'm at. Right, and it's that. only that's through good. fitness. Yeah. That I was able to like, you know, understand that, mm-hmm. you know, I, was, I could I, I could be upset that I'm not like six foot five. I could be upset, but you can't, I, I can't change that. You can't change that shit, right? right? And it's fine. Like, I, my life is good, and you know, having the gratitude with what you have now mm-hmm. is key. Yeah, you know. So I, I think you know another question that I sort of wanted to ask you is, uh, um, I think I wanted you to, to expand on something about the food. Oh boy, yeah. Because the food is really um, the the problem here yeah. with most people. People can exercise and still not see results. I know that was the case with me. Same here. Until I hired a trainer that helped me get ready for competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you earlier, like, he changed my food. And, like, within three months, because I'd already been working out for, like, mm-hmm. years and years. You ago. have the dedication. You were putting yeah. in the necessary work. I just didn't but understand. Your diet was my diet kind was of, of, yeah. Uh, it didn't Almost. fit what yeah. I, it didn't right. fit the shape that I wanted. Exactly. So I had to change my diet. 
Mm-hmm. And when he did that, everything fell into place. But like, so I know one of the small changes, like really small changes I made is like when I started working, um, you know, back maybe like five years ago um, after school, I stopped putting sugar and co- and uh, um, sugar and cream in my coffee um, because I know I was drinking a lot of coffee because I had to stay up to do mm-hmm. the work that I was trying to do. And, you know, those little cups of coffee with the sugar, that adds that up. That makes a difference. It adds up. I actually stopped that too. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I still use cream. Okay. Uh, I, try to, I try to stay away from the flavored creams. Okay. Um, but the cream I may use may have like, it, it may have, you know, little cups like, you know, 10 calories type of thing. Okay. But um, that was an adjustment, man. Yeah. Because we typically eat and drink things because they taste good. Yeah. And that is how we're built. Right. right. <laughs> it, it is literally what makes us right. alive. <laughs> uh, and, and that's a small thing that I did a couple of years ago when I really got on this transformation. And like, I was like, okay, where can I make small changes? that will have a lasting effect. Yeah. Changes that I can make that I can sustain. Yeah. I think a mistake a lot of people make when it comes to diet, man, like especially people who aren't necessarily competing. They just want to live a healthier life and they want to, you know, try to get in shape and be the best version of themselves. While I am a proponent of jumping all in, sometimes we can make drastic changes that are not sustainable changes. Yeah. And that's when we fall off the wagon. And then it's that falling off the wagon. Oftentimes, if we don't have a good support team around us, we stay off the wagon. Yeah. I don't I, I understand people may miss a training session. You may have a, you know, go out with your friends, have a great night and all of that. But we need to establish a circle around us to where when that happens, who helps us get back on track? The reason why there's so many trainers out here doing what we do, man, is because so many people get off track and they need that accountability to where after they've gone out with their friends and had a great time, okay, look, we can't change that. Don't beat yourself up about it. You can't change it, but let's really try to make some adjustments there. So what can we do to create sustainability in the desire that you want to reach? So let me ask you this. From a perspective of a trainer that's trained you know, mm-hmm. a few people, what do you think that people need most from trainers? Is it motivation? Is it accountability? Is it knowledge? Is it the nutrition? Like, what do you think they need most? I think, uh, well, let's take a minute to celebrate nutritionists. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Good point. And, and I feel like that is a up and coming aspect or it's, it's, it's like, it's like they're trainers, but for what you put in your body, Yeah, you know, as far as food and things like that. So I think it is good to have a good nutritionist, someone who can advise you on what you should eat, determining the amount of calories is necessary because we understand like until the body gets into a caloric deficit, you're not going to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's real simple when you think about it. I have to eat less than what I burn. Yeah. I have to burn more than what I eat. But then on top of that, it's what... It's what I'm eating. It's what I'm eating. Exactly. Which a lot of people don't realize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and that's the benefit to having a nutritionist and a trainer, someone who can kind of get you on a program and help to encourage you to keep that. Right. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the individual. So understanding, as long as you have somebody 
who desires that and, and, and their desire to reach that goal is a desire that is something that they really, really want. Because, you know, we've all trained people, man. You know, it's like today I want it, but I don't want it bad enough. And sometimes as a trainer, you can want it more than the person you're training. And I'll be honest, sometimes that discourages It's very discouraging. Because it's like, damn. Bro, waking up at five in the morning, busting your ass, getting out there and, you know, putting programs together, coming up with stuff. Bro. Being creative, you know. The programs that I put together, they take a long time. Yes. They take a long time. And it's like, damn, like. And, you know, this is not like shade to like people. In no, general, it's, but it's just kind of like, it's just a reality of the situation. Yeah. It's just like, man, this took time. And I just, I want it for people so bad that I, I'm willing to put the time yeah. in just so that I can see it work. Because it makes me feel good that you changed because I helped you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want that time to be worth it. Worth you know, that's just a reality yeah. of being a human being who right. wants to help you. You know what I mean? Oh, that's my aggressive elbow. <laughs> 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 but yeah that's that's how i feel sometimes um but like thankfully like, i haven't really had that experience that much mm-hmm. like most of the clients that i've had are like they're very and they're eager for it yeah they're eager for it. i love when man a yeah. client is like david can i get another day like 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 how can we fit another day into your schedule i'm like shit like this is because that's the hunger i had yeah you know um so you were asking about what uh what was i asking about i forgot what <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like we got uh, we went off we went off talking, but I was saying like, what are like some of the differences between what men and men. What women are looking for? I, I think feel like men one. men want the broad shoulders. Yeah, men want the big pet. Yeah. Um. Nowadays, we we emphasize working your legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you want to, in my opinion, a man should be able to carry his leg. You. I don't know if you saw that's we well, that's a statement. That's a I don't, I don't know if you uh, saw some time ago, man. Like there was uh, a flood in Alexandria. I saw that video. Did you see that video? And the guy was to try to pick his leg. I up saw that video. Fell. Oh my And then God. another man had to come pick I his saw woman that up. video. Come on, big And dog. she was like, oh. Yeah, and so then she's You saw that video too. Right, and she's hanging on to the other man. Oh my I God. I never want to be the man if my lady is down, I can't pick her up. I was just like, why did you even go to the water? First, first of all, you shouldn't be. Out. You shouldn't have been. You shouldn't have been there. But like, gosh. first of all, you're not Damn. built for that. You're I not built for that life. That hurt me. I was that, just kind of like Ish. that man. And then the man had the nerve to try to reach out for. She's like, man, get off. Me. <laughs> okay, so like, let's talk about functional strength. You need to be able to pick up a suitcase. You need to be able to lift some boxes. Do things that you will have to do yes, in life. Exactly. In addition to the it, weights and it, stuff. Exactly. Use yeah. the energy. You know what I'm right, saying? Use right. Right. Like yeah. if. That's a good point. Like, I, I forgot about that video. Bro, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, wow. man. And then the yeah. dude who came to pick her up, you know, big dude. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got you. You know? Right, yeah. right, right. I got you later. Yeah, the knight in shining armor with her boyfriend <laughs> or whoever it was. Who, I was just. Who just spent money on a date. Do you know, do you know what's so funny? The part that made me, like, most, like, <laughs> was the, the rapping. Yes. The rap. I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, could man. not be me. I and then it's funny, like the picture they found of that brother who who ended up picking a woman up. He had his shirt off, looking all cock diesel on the ground. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being the man who couldn't pick his woman up? Probably not his woman no more. And that sucks. Like that sucks. The the functional component to why we work out, so that we can live a life and be able to do what it is we need to do in life. Yeah. 
be able to lift things, be able to be healthy. And that's not to say women shouldn't be strong as well. Absolutely. That's not to say that. It's just But as as a man, from a man's perspective, can I lift if if we're going to the airport, can I I mean, I should be able to lift your suitcase. You know the analogy I give uh clients sometimes is do you want to be the person like in the movie that's hanging off the cliff Hmm. and you can't pull yourself up? Yeah. I don't want to be that person. Mm-mm. So you got to be able to do a pull up. Yeah. And it's not to say that that's ever going to be a situation anybody is in, but it is to it. say that being competent in a functional sense yes. is important and fitness gets you there. Mm-hmm. And part of that competence gives you confidence. Yes. And you know, I feel like I, I, I'm much more confident than I, than I used to be. But oh, part yeah. of it is because of the hard things that I've had to do. Mm-hmm. And being able to surpass hard things makes you uh, feel that you can do other hard things. Exactly. And most things in life aren't as hard as the hard things. It's like <laughs> when you're working out, man, you know, and you, yeah. you know, you're pushing 225 and you're doing like maybe three, three sets. Yeah. You're on that third set, two reps to go. You can either rack the weight or you can push that those next two reps. Yeah. Right? You're strong enough to do it because you've already done it. Yeah. But do you have the willpower to per, to persevere and push past the comfort zone? Like push past where you're ready to give up. And that's the key. Yes. So on that note, mm-hmm. we're going to end the podcast today, but it was like a great conversation. Man. Yeah, yes. I didn't expect it to go like that. <laughs> Not expect it to go like that, but you know, uh, thanks for for joining Absolutely. today. It was Absolutely. definitely good uh, speaking with you and getting your insight on things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing more and more like guests. I like the guest uh, format. I, I do like it now that I've done it myself first time. <laughs> but um, yeah, you guys like, subscribe, uh, let us know what you think. Um, if you want more content like this, let me know. If you have any ideas, you know, I'm open. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for joining Fit Social Podcast, and I will talk to you again another time. All right, guys. Oh, yeah, and David. Yeah, you guys follow him. This guy, yo, follow the trainer, uh, David B. Kennedy. Yeah, David B. Kennedy. David, I'll, put your, yeah, I'll put, I'll put your, yeah, okay. um, I'll put your, I'll put your at on the actual okay. thing. So, yeah. But yeah, follow him, David B. Kennedy. Because yeah, this guy made his own transformation. You guys got to see it. Yeah, it's so, beautiful. Anyway, good talking to you all, and peace out. <laughs>